1: KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in.
0: Knuckle up again. make me want to
2: dance.
3: Hello, beans. This is Dave. And. Hello!
4: Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't judge me! Don't
2: judge me! It's going to be called a little
3: Raw Hello, folks. Get ready for part two of our interview with John Russo writer of the original Night of the Living Dead, which will be playing at the Hollywood this Saturday. It's actually a big fundraising event, starting at two The movie is later on, I believe around eight. I think they're selling out. But first, uh, I want to play a little something from some friends of mine, The Cheats, off of Pussyfootin', which is a great album, um, the song Broken Creeper really enjoy it. I'm going to play that right now and we'll get right into the interview. Say what's I got, got him go. at the zombie walk last year. So he well, makes Russ, I
4: get jealous of Russ and George Cassano when we're at conventions because they get yeah, asked to do Cassano. their famous lines, you know. I know who you know
3: who is. Is? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah,
4: Russ yeah. had uh, you know, they're coming to get you, Barbara, yeah. and all that. And yes. He gets asked, that then he charges people a quarter if they say it. He says he gets a royalty. <laughs> and they go along with it. They give him bags <laughs> uh, of work. And Cassano, again. they fight over <laughs> who had the most famous line that he had. their dead. They're all messed up. What was it like to work the And then I say, media? then I try to get in the game, and I say, you want to hear my line? And they say, what line? I say, because <laughs> <laughs> I was the zombie that got the tire. The oh, head. I know that. I know
3: that. <laughs> Just like at Midnight, you showed up um, in both like as a coroner and a cop, right? Oh, no, that
4: was in Majorette's, which Majorette's, I, Majorette's, I didn't I'm I'm want to do, but Heisman said, you're going to have to do it, and Heisman was directing... And he said, You're going to have to play it. I because, thought it was funny uh, that you showed up. I'm that not going to cast definitely anybody else. I've never else. seen that. I was a baton yeah. twirler all through high school and junior high, <laughs> I mean. so I was
0: happy to see you made a film about me dressed, but I haven't had a chance to see it yet. It, if you oh, like
3: the 80s slasher thing, it's not bad. Yeah, it was okay.
4: sold all over the world, but you know. A lot
3: of shooting and explosions at the end of that movie. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, yeah. um, but Tom Savini, I, I wanted to ask you earlier, what does he like to work with? And do you see him often now?
4: We. Yeah, I see him at conventions, That's and then awesome. a few months ago, Russ and Russ Strider and Tom and I, along with Rob Lucas, Rob's graduated full sail, so he set up a thing for us to go down there for uh, and do a talk with the, their student body. And we thought for a while we were going to shoot Midnight down there, but then uh, we didn't, but... Uh,
3: I would love to see that happen. They
4: were honoring... Yeah. They have a they have a Hall of Fame weekend and they honor their successful graduates and that's what the weekend was. And so we were at this big fancy... They do things, you know, grandiosely. Everything they do is done well. I don't mean that that is an exaggeration, really.
3: Well, you know so, that... Um Mr. Corby here was influenced by his dad. Who influenced you with your musical background? Where Me? you? Me? Yeah.
4: What are you talking about? Well,
3: all your music you have in all your movies. and Oh, the movies? You movie- do sing now, too. So. Well,
4: I used to sing in an R&B group in college, but I never did anything with it after that, and I got a bug up my ass. And <laughs> I just... Thought well, my daughter hears me singing around the house and in the car. And since we're in the studio recording Chuck's album, yeah, uh, he I'm said, to think you do, it. I, I do it. it. I could do it." No, okay. I didn't <laughs> say that. I didn't. I, I, I do There's no it. way I, way I could do, do it better. better. <laughs> there's no way I'm going to. There's There's no way I'm ever going to sing better than Chuck. <laughs> that wasn't. That wasn't <laughs> in my mind. Just <laughs> I just thought, well, let me try this. Let me just have uh, just, and I wanted to see what I would sound like. That's all.
3: Oh, this up. This song here is from this movie here, The Return of the Living Dead. Um, when I first met you at the Horror Film Festival in Pittsburgh, you, you remember that one, um, you had the script for it there. I don't know if you were selling it or... Uh, well, but yeah, I have, you, uh,
4: I have sell... Uh, yeah, I that's sell one of my Sel- favorites, Sel- yeah. I love that movie. Down or Bound version? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Were, yeah. you, were you happy with that? I had nothing to do effort? with the music. Or, yeah. You know, they, uh, yeah, I loved the movie. I, I thought saying. Dan did a great job, and I wrote the novel based on his exactly, script. Exactly, yes. But I didn't work on the movie. Well, the, if you the know, we movie... We had sold the property, so... it's. So, but the movie itself... Dan was I, easy to work with as far as I worked with him on the, you know, novelizing the script, and he was... Very nice guy, although... <laughs> it was a perfect blend. If you see More Brains, the d- d- great documentary on the whole thing called More Brains. Uh, I
3: think that's on... Is that on Netflix? Because I, I think probably I Probably is. That.
4: It's gotten great reviews, and... Uh, you need to watch this. You're uh, taking that home. I'm, I'm telling yeah, you, you I it. mean, I showed... We showed it to our filmmaking students because it's such a... It's such a great documentary, for, you know, about the movie business and what it takes to, to have a successful movie. I'm in it a lot in the beginning because... I was the only one that knew everything leading up to the thing and some of the legal problems and all that, so...
1: Right.
4: Uh, but I'm not saying that because of me. The whole cast and everybody involved did a great job in this documentary.
3: I will definitely want to, I, I want to see that yeah. now. I've heard of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, you,
4: yeah, you should see It's very entertaining.
3: And now, I want to ask you, of all this, everything that... This is a question for both of you, really. What work are you most proud of right now? Whether it's one of your books, well, writings, movie, music,
4: <laughs> I have the best book I've probably done probably is The Awakening, which was the book, you know, the Heartstopper, aka uh, Dark Craving, was based on that book.
3: Can we still and, get that? Uh, that? As far as movie,
4: I I still I had a great time working with Chuck and doing. Uh, well not just Chuck but everybody involved in uh, you know, The Mobster and The Soul Singer uh, it was that's why I did it it was a breath of fresh air after doing Night of the Living Abomination <laughs> <laughs> and Chuck what did you
1: think? what do you think? <clears throat> I
4: feel the same way I'm most proud of the, of the movie and uh, some of the songs that we did in mm-hmm. the movie. what is your favorite well I know the ones you get asked to do all the time like me and Mrs. Jones, and Curtain Falls has become his his calling card, that's right? A great Chuck? song, great yeah, that's song. Our, yeah, yeah. That's, now yeah, now, now,
1: now everybody's doing it. Of uh, course, Jimmy Beaumont and Skyliners end our show with it now. Bo Wagner, who does a Frank Sinatra impersonation thing, uh-huh. he he does it now. But we were the first to do it, and because of Jack, and uh, here you are again. <laughs> and uh, I, I was just—I uh, I surprised uh, in the movie. I was—I was—I didn't really think I could uh, act, but I kind of did okay. I think
3: if you can just, get on that stage and sing the way you do, I think you can definitely. act That's
1: what t- t- Jimmy said. Jimmy, uh, you know Jimmy Beaumont the Oh, I know the the, 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 great the name of the band song from song. my dad. Actually, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah. well, well, that's what you're, when you're on that stage every now-
3: you're, not, you're, not, you're not. I've been telling her she wants to be in a horror movie, but now she
4: wants. She says she wants to get behind the camera more than. In
0: I want to do side. everything.
4: You're yeah. right. I
0: can't decide. What kind do of t- everything.
4: what kind of uh, training have you had? Have you taken um, film courses? I took a couple
0: production classes. Yeah, where um, at Penn State? Oh. My degree is in like film and media studies. Most of my oh, classes, God. honestly, were like film theory. So, I learned a lot about cinematography, and that's kind of what I'm into. Just, you know, what you actually see on film. and I'm really into, like, experimental filmmaking.
4: Would, uh, w- uh I wonder, and I don't know much about, like, podcasts. Is this considered a podcast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, like, our students might like to. You know, for you to come out, both of you, and talk to them about podcasts and what, how you do it and what, what it's all about and how you I'll build only, it. I only go; she goes. Yeah,
3: yeah. She, yeah. See, she does. See, I I can't do the, the. I'm not good in front of a camera or in front of people,
1: but I'm willing to try. So, just like you. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I wanted to say. I. Uh, and but Dick gave me the encouragement when everybody said, <laughs> "I like." How they laughed at me. <laughs> Are you he, saying he's, like he's like on that, stage? Man. He's shot. I don't say much on stage. I talk very little. Mm. We just go on. We just perform. And I say what I have to say, and that's it. And I can't just picture him being an actor. So that gave me really the more... That would give you the boost. Yeah. If it's something you know, like if I'm talking about my heart... I knew, knew I could stopped. do it yeah. in my heart because I always wanted to do it as a little kid. Because I was the only child, and I used to pretend. I used to be 10 I was... Different act, different people. Very good, <laughs> know, excellent. Today I was Johnny. I, I was Italian. I'm Johnny Scarpedo. Yeah, so <laughs> you know, we got you know. go 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 your name. And I would do these little scenes. You My mother would glasses. walk in the room. I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You said one time <laughs> you used to use a broom handle for a microphone. Well, oh, yeah, for oh, shots too. To, yeah. uh-huh. And I'd put a little sport jacket on, I'd be sitting uh, using one of well back in those days we had the old push sweepers. And I would be using that for my <laughs> oh, mic stand. And yeah, she'd walk in, I'd be so embarrassed. i was. like, What are you doing? I'm sweeping a <laughs> fool <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with that jacket on? <laughs> <a sport> jacket. <laughs> I think yeah, I
3: had a hockey uh, bass uh, guitar uh, for a long time before I got a bass. But I have
4: saved. to say <laughs> that when Chuck the times that he does start talking between songs and talk to the audience it's hilarious and he does it really well and I wish he would do it more you know a lot of people wish he would do it more but that's that's not his style
3: it's not your style huh uh, uh,
4: that, uh, there's a black mass black mass that's yeah. soundcastle that's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah he did that
3: and that yep that's from midnight. In the soundtrack, uh, yeah, it just kind of struck me. And the, when it's played in the movies, really creepy and stirring though. Yeah. Again, we were talking about the satanic ritual. And that. I,
4: I found that to be there are some creepy. people that don't get it, like Russ was talking about. Well, he doesn't particularly like Midnight, but yeah, really
3: stripped down right in front of your face. You know, yeah,
4: I like that. It's uh, uh, he says it's not his cup of tea, and he doesn't quite un- he doesn't understand it. But yet, The Exorcist is oh. one of his favorite movies, and he says because he was. He had newly become a parent, not a parent, <laughs> a parent, and, <laughs> and it scared him the thoughts of having a little girl whose head would go around, around and all the other stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Which is funny because I said to him, "You know that in midnight there's a there's a battle going on between the religious girl. In the, in the head witch especially when know. they're going
3: back and forth with the readings Oh yeah, yeah that point, was...
4: point counterpoint and I said to Russ I said you know when so, when people see somebody religious people see somebody praying to the devil and all that it, it makes them shudder yeah. It, it yeah. Ma- it, 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 tremors go through them well I guess Russ didn't realize that you just the... got a reaction over here <laughs> <laughs> you too?
0: Oh, no I just know, I know about you that know whole subject true, just huh? from yeah. You know. <laughs> So yeah, no, for a low-budget
4: movie to play off of that kind of fear in people, that's what I was doing. And plus, it's un, it's unrelenting and unrelieved in the fir, in the book and in the first edit. The girl never does get saved. The film ends with her in the cage, praying her butt off, and you know really? nobody's Is coming.
3: That right. Ooh, that yeah because the point was
4: I don't care if you pray to God or pray to the devil nobody's going to help you but yourself and that we're all down here alone and it's up to us to make the kind of world that we're going to make and
3: the irony that her that's, first
4: step that's dad, my that's, the, that's my feeling whether anybody agrees with it or not you know i say we don't need a devil we're bad enough on our own oh
3: yeah Yeah, i just thought it was unusual too uh, the irony of her stepdad coming to save the day Mm -hmm. in midnight and he was the one that started well that's why she left home to begin
4: with but in the first edit he he, he doesn't save her he leaves there are there are scenes that i had to take out that you know he comes back and lies again to the mother because now he's off the hook if she if he leaves her to die He's not going to get told on.
3: Yeah, good
4: point. But Sam Sherman, who's you know president of Independent International Pictures, Sam said we'll never get an R, so we got to you have to do a new ending. So I did the ending where the stepfather comes back, and and it works that way. It did work. It's not my original vision. The book sold, it was one of my best sellers, it sold all over the world. Do you bring all those and books still, to the and it, By the way, it's being republished. Uh,
3: that's perfect, that's, that was my question. Yeah. Uh, like, is at Horror Realm, what are you going to be selling there this year? I'm going to see you there uh, next week. Jeez. Well,
4: I have a lot of new things that, I print that are print in print for the first time, like oh, cool. uh, the original Return of the Living Dead screenplay, the third edition of the Complete Night of the Living Dead film book, in uh, the original night, of, you know, my my script that I used during the making of Night of the Living Dead auctioned for uh, five grand in L.A. So wow. George wow. Romero and I made a thousand signed and numbered copies. In uh, four hundred and some are gone already. Excellent. And but if you buy it from Cemetery Dance or Gauntlet, which I think they're out of the ones they had, but. It's 175 bucks, but if you get it for me at the convention, it's 100. Okay. So you get it almost half price. Plus, I give the people two autographed stills, which are worth 40 bucks alone. So.
3: And you'll be there all three days next week. Yeah. Right, so that's Friday, cool. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, we're are trying you trying to guys going to go. Go. be, we're try- oh, well, be there? Try, yeah.
4: We're trying. to get I'm
0: going to try. Yeah. Trying to get her. It. yeah
3: she's Yeah. She has mm-hmm. this, something going on in Altoona. Yeah,
0: there was something going on back home. I was going to try to go to. Or are you, you from, from Altoona? I am. Yeah. Yeah. There was
4: uh, a club there, that Herman Lardieri. You wouldn't know him. I think you're too young, but yeah, that is. G.V.U. I think. Yeah. I, I, can, I always forget the the initials, but it's a place where Sinatra and other big stars used to play all the time. It was a huge place, and you know Milton Berle and all these old time stars used to joke about Altoona. too. Yeah. And the reason they did is because it was down. it was a train stop at, yeah. in the days when entertainers yep. toured the country, and they all performed in Altoona. So uh, Herman was like a good friend of Sinatra's, and that's how I met huh. all the people. They asked me to join that organization. Like, you Wait, know, I wonder
0: what that. I have to think. I don't know what all that, the, all I both have family
4: there's there's a, Do you know the police chief there? No. <laughs> uh, no. Well, Jason Freeling. Yeah. Is, there's a guy named Jason Freeling. He buys a lot of my stuff on eBay. Uh-huh. And he comes to the conventions, and his mother's the police chief in Altoona uh, okay.
2: Hmm.
4: And uh, and she knew right away when I brought up Herman Lardieri and that place. She knew right away what it was, and yeah. it's not open anymore. He died a few years ago. Okay. But the the the, the pool table. I don't know if this is good for your listeners we, you know, We're just sitting
3: here listening care. to you yeah, so to like Go, go for it <laughs> but the
4: pool ta- they had, He had this ch- really big pool table there And that's the table That Sinatra used to shoot craps on So he gave it to Lou Grippo where, That's where my office was for a long time Office and studio at the, Above the Oyster House oh, sure. So he gave it he, Herman gave this pool table to Lou Grippo To put in one of the Oyster Houses I go there all the time. And when he didn't want it anymore, he gave it to Ray Lane, who i work worked with on majorettes and other things, mm-hmm. and we had to get it into Ray Lane's basement, <laughs> and it wouldn't fit. Everything fit except the slate top. It wouldn't yes, go down see, the steps. It. Good luck with that. So yeah. <laughs> it, uh, what we did, we arranged for somebody to take Ray's wife out to dinner, and while she was gone, a hole was sawed in the... <laughs> new leaf, new flooring oh, of the boy. kitchen. <laughs> Newly, wow. new with some kind of parquet tile, you know, whatever. Had to saw a hole in it, lower the slate down through the kitchen, and
0: that's funny.
4: And, and patch it back up before before Susan came. <laughs> Did from she back. ever find out? I don't. I don't know if he ever told her later. I don't remember, but that was well, pretty funny. Well, when Lou, we took it apart, the dice were still in there. And we thought maybe Sinatra used these dice. Well, nice. Lou was one of the. Yeah, he he was yeah, on the right. back. I don't know.
3: Really? Oh, that's it's great. Nice. So yeah, it all comes yeah. together. I yeah. like
1: that. Yeah. <laughs> Jack and Lure are very close. close. Now you you're and, and,
4: and, and and Chuck's friend Joe Tabasco, Should we mention Joe? Yeah. Joe Tabasco, who uh, some people like to keep a low profile, but he he, <laughs> he put uh, he put the uh, other half of the money up and for uh, the mobster and the soul singer. So anybody we know, we hit up for money. So we're going to ask you before we leave. I yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, why not? <laughs> now you're,
3: you're teaching a course uh, um, on uh, movie making. I read something about that. What's 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 with that right now? Can you tell uh, us about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, you, it's you and um,
4: Russ. When we it? were all together, George Romero, Russ Stryner, Russ Stryner and I, we did a film for uh commercials and a documentary for uh, a broadcast school in Philadelphia oh, okay. and when we saw it we said there ought, there needs to be a film school but in those days you would have had to have millions of dollars for pan- flex cameras and all that kind of thing Panavision and you know how would you teach editing when you had to have a bunch of movieolas and how would you just run any number of students through you know, and so we just never did it but I kept the thing in mind and I wrote three books on movie making yep. which are considered Bibles of independent filmmaking right
3: do you bring them with you to conventions now or you will see I, I never Marvel? bring them to conventions
4: because they they, they they sold out and I you know now we I figured they would be textbooks for my movie making course someday and we do use them um but the school had to Dubois Business College had to uh, had to uh get them scanned and reprinted okay so uh, that's a good song Chuck 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 is stealing your stage right now (laughs) that's okay uh,
3: yeah he should now this was pretty amazing too yeah I couldn't believe this one it just sounds like the original to me (laughs) so uh, I gotta ask now there has to be something that you do. Are you watching The Walking Dead, anything contemporary right
4: now? No, I don't. So you don't watch I your... know Greg Nicotero and yeah. uh, you know he's from Pittsburgh anyway. Another one. And I meet these guys at conventions, but again, I don't want to watch what they're doing. I want to do my So know, there's more zombies. I have about 5 different zombie scripts. Okay. I, have <laughs> I didn't you think have I get to, that one out of you. You right? <laughs> have to watch about uh, That's great. You know, even plagiarism suits even if you don't plagiarize somebody, somebody can accuse oh, yeah, you of yeah. it. Yeah. This way I can truthfully say I never saw your thing, I never read it. Leave me alone, go away. Great minds think alike. You know.
3: Mm-hmm. Just leave it at that. See but, uh, there are more zombies in your future then.
4: Well, hopefully. I mean I have a zombie comedy and uh, the guy, actually the guys in Toronto that are doing the stage play, they feel like they're gonna be able to raise five million bucks to do uh, they like two things, my talk app a zombie script, which is a comedy, horror comedy. It's all Hell Week breaks loose in the frat house of the Living Dead. It's real campy and Sounds uh, like fun and uh, unusual. <laughs> and, uh, and then I have one called Earthlings that they like. So they're just reading them now. Just finished, and they think they can raise money in Toronto, and they have you know good tax credits there. So we'll see. A lot of st- mo- hundred things get talked about for every one thing that gets done in the movie business, and you just need to persist
1: heart is falling. Yeah, is that you kill
3: Unless, of course, you're going to sing for us. This is a
1: story of every entertainer, how he feels at the end of the night.
3: Well, do you have a song in your heart tonight, or you're not going <laughs> <you're> to <not gonna laughs> sing for us today? <laughs> we'll let you go this time, but...
4: <laughs> Next time. Next time. <laughs> Look, the movie-making program.
3: Yeah. Uh, yes. So,
4: uh I, did, you know, I, I studied other people's stuff for years and what they're doing and then I wrote the books and, 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 um, and I start, I did a seminar, three-day seminar then I did a six-week workshop and then I developed that into a, a full-blown program which we started in Pittsburgh at WRS Motion Picture Lab when they went out of business we moved it to Dubois Business College Right, that's voice right. PA, and it's a really nice uh, business school. It's been in business a long time, but it, it's all modern now, and uh, and they have 14 programs, and John Russo, movie making, is one of them. Uh, and we've been there six years. Every year, different classes have won prizes in the 48-hour film project, and they have. Usually against of that,
2: right?
4: yeah. mm-hmm. 30-some competitors, and we have the handicap that our students have to drive to Pittsburgh, get their category, and so on, drive back to Dubois, start scripting, well, scripting on the way, or at least beating ideas around, then shoot. And they still have to get back to Pittsburgh to make the deadline. Wow. And even with that handicap, they've you know, I think the first time they won Best Costume, they did a medieval kind of story. And they won Best Cinematography the next year. Then they won, uh, they were runner-up for Best Picture. And then, uh, what did they win? I can't think. Uh, This time, uh, the regular class didn't win anything, but two of our recent graduates won for Best Special Effects. They they had had a, a, a dinosaur in their movie. Really?
2: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that
4: moved and looked real and everything. That's okay, cool. Like so that. they they really do some good work, and you can go to dbcollege.com and you'll see me and Russ. Very good. Yes, you definitely program. want to plug
3: everything that you yeah. got here. Well, thanks. We have people that will definitely look that up. I have a question from one of <laughs> our, our colleagues, if I want to call Nelson Piles that. Again, one of the authors from here and one of our radio broadcasters. Uh-huh. He wants me to ask you. Um, how do you see yourself in the living dead legacy you and George started in the 60s?
4: Well, we can't deny that we started this whole thing. <laughs> I mean, for certain. you know, we, we didn't, we knew we were making, we get that asked a lot, did you know
1: that I this movie would be a classic?
4: <laughs> and I, I, a lot of times if I'm at a convention, I have that shot of me when I first got into makeup and I'm wearing that white shirt. And I said, "That's my proof that I did know that it was going to be a classic because I got a place to sign autographs right there on that white shirt." Excellent. So they laugh, you know. <laughs> and um, either that, or I tell them that's how I look in real life, and this is a four-hour makeup. So <laughs> I laugh at that too. I'm always joking around with people. I always look but for you, every time
3: I watch your movies. I'm, I'm where is he yeah. this time? Yeah, where is he? Well, I, I try
4: not to be in the movies. <laughs> I didn't want to be that coroner. You know, like I, Stephen I, King, it's <laughs> enough to... To, to be directing or producing this, let alone having the job of being in front of the camera which in many ways can be harder and you know it, it demands a lot of concentration I'll tell you it, it, well i got to answer his question that, he'll be happy um, for you. we know that we started this whole phenomenon and that whole thing of making them dead people and after human flesh and so on uh, did it and so we can't deny that. We get, you know, we, we're, it's a gratifying thing. But one of the most gratifying things is that we showed the way for other filmmakers to raise a little bit of money and make a reputation and launch a career. Because, you know, Toby Hooper learned from us that, you know, he made a film that he never went anywhere until he saw Night of the Living My Dead. My favorites.
0: In uh, Texas Chainsaw
4: Massacre. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sam Raimi, the same thing. They were all inspired by us. I, I met Quentin Tarantino. What, yeah, I to
3: say. That. What was that like?
4: Yeah. Well, uh, I love his films. I, I've only seen three of them, but I like all of them. I, I love Pulp Fiction, yes. Reservoir Dogs, yes. and and uh, Inglorious Bastards are the three I've seen. Mm-hmm. But when uh, when we were introduced there in the lobby of the theater, he said you're the guy that wrote the books and i said what books and because i didn't know if he meant the novels or what and he said the movie making books and then a little later i think out well at some point in the evening we were having drinks together at the bar and he said you know i made the movie i didn't complete and then i read your books and i took notes and made charts and that's what guided me through my first complete movie. Okay, I just
3: got chills just now. I well, I, I got the She's same thing from butt, uh, Vince Quastini, <laughs> who
4: did that dogma, you know. Yes. yes. He invited me and Russ, no, it was me and Bob Michalucci, to the set of Dogma when we were there when uh, um, uh, what's her name? Morissette.
0: Oh, that was Morissette.
4: Yeah. They were shooting the scene where she comes down off the steps of the church, and there were these bodies lying around. Mm-hmm. Excuse me.
3: God bless you. Oh, yeah, I'm not supposed to do that. I well,
4: I just thought you'd Zombie be doing it a hundred times, no, no. but I haven't been sneezing Sorry. that much.
3: No, but John, John Russo can snot. Yeah, I will send Anyway, <laughs> this
4: little guy with a beard comes up to me, and he says, you're John Russo. And I said, how'd you know? And he said, your movie-making books guided me and Kevin all through film school and through the making of our first film. So I get that a lot from, you know... Uh, that, that's very gratifying to somebody Probable. that used yeah. to be an English teacher you know, yeah, and I definitely. still I have teaching in my blood so that I do the movie making program and uh, you know, a lot of people that aren't as famous but have made their, their movies and learned learn from my books and so on that's, that's uh, a nice thing
3: I have another question from Nelson, actually. Uh, okay. He wants me to ask you, will there be more John Russo tunes in the future? Ah, you mean get the, out of here. Yeah. I sing. Yeah, he, he, he went and looked that up on his own. I didn't tell well... him about that. Nelson Piles,
1: on that, i that. he's. I told you, Johnny. He's kidding. <me. laughs> no, no. Good question, Nelson. <laughs> I,
4: no, I did it. I, I am going to do a few more things just to have it. You know, who knows how long I'll be able to do it because I'm not young. And I, if nothing else, my daughter could have I was surprised I got some good reviews with it. And uh, I got a kick out of it, in fact. I didn't expect any of that. But I think you know there are some people that like them and some people that probably don't, and that's the way it is. I don't
3: think you're ever too old. I'm 41 years old. <laughs> Somebody told me that I'd be hanging out with a paranormal expert, a mob singer, and John Russo <laughs> yeah, all, had, in that, all in one room doing a <laughs> podcast. Well, what about Heather, Heather's, uh, pretty, uh,
4: Heather's prettier than we. Well, are.
3: Yeah, she, I, I did that. via yeah, our last <laughs> show. two shows ago, I said she's got the looks. <laughs> yeah, she has brains too. I, I can't put her down like that. So but anyway. But well, yeah, I, don't I, you I,
4: think that's I, unfair when somebody has looks and brains? We have to make it on just brains and we're half the time half the time we're half wits. I think you paid that guy yes, more money
1: and mixed his own better
4: than mine. I paid the guy. Oh he, now he's telling <laughs> the truth. He's telling he's telling the truth <laughs> about one thing now. <laughs> yeah. The mix on my songs is better than the mix on his, and it's a crime. No, it's you. You're better than me. Oh sure, I'm better than you. Oh my god, that's funny. I I wouldn't want anybody to think I'm trying to be better than Chuck Corbin, but I'm just. I just. It does something. It's (laughs) over. (laughs) I quit. I'm out. It's over. over.
3: Well on that note. <laughs> no, else
4: I, I, I'll tell that? you there there are some some of the songs of his that are mixed right, nobody's gonna beat. The way he does Curtain Falls Beyond the Sea I am blown away by the way he does all the way. I mean, yes. you know, but the music's mixed too low, but his vocal is outstanding. And uh, That's you know, what I want what song that,
3: would you like in closing today? Paul playing its entirety, of course, after the show. What would you curtain call? Is that what you want? Cur when the curtain falls? Maybe we should hit people or you want something, something different.
4: that they don't hear a lot. You call it. I don't know if
1: you
3: The new one, I can he put anything do off it. of this that you want. Yeah, pick one off of here. This one we haven't and heard yet. So. Mrs.
4: Jones?
3: Jones? Yeah, we're going to do that then? That's yes, our most. important All right, well, in closing tonight, I'll play that for, the, for our, our audience then.
4: That's actually the song, Me and Mrs. Jones. Oh, man, i got to tell you this story. This will blow you away, whether you use it on the air or not. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you will you yeah, okay we will. wait till you hear it so that uh, night of the living dead comes out the movie's making a ton of money it's getting famous right from the start it's a smash hit all over the country we're not getting paid you know which part of it was the way things work because it takes nine months for the theaters to start settling with the distributor and even sending in any money but we're we don't have two dimes to rub together and those movies all over the place and Jefferson Airplane calls us, and they want us to come to Philadelphia to their concert. They send us tickets. They want to meet with us and do music for our next movie. None of us went. We didn't have any fucking money.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man.
4: Okay, oh, then... Oh, man. You
3: can't say that. Oh, no, man. you can actually. That's the beauty. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, yeah but right. you know what? Yep. Take she it can. out. She take can't it, can't it out
4: because, like of <laughs> the, because of the school. You know, they they'll, they get blown away with the f 4
3: I just put... Yeah, so... Remark it as but,
4: um but that's me <laughs> <laughs> we mark it as explicit we're fine but, say whatever but, uh, you want that's
3: the so, beauty of this
4: uh, along the way we do this movie The Booby Hatch was a sex out <clears> there. <throat> another thing that would totally blow them away and, uh, uh, and Jim Campagno who was a friend of mine and invested in the movie said that he moved to Philadelphia and he said there are a couple of musicians that live next door to me and they want to do music for one of your movies and you know again we're having a hard time raising money to do anything and but my wife and I did go to stay with Jim and his wife uh, one summer and just vacation a little bit in Philadelphia and so I met the musicians and they uh, in, their, in, their, in their living room they sang and recorded uh, a half hour worth of original material which I was thought was fabulous and, uh, to be
3: able to witness that too. This
4: and uh, I, br- I bring the tape back to uh, Pittsburgh, and Rudy Ritchie, who was our partner at the time, he said the stuff was no good. I said, "Are you crazy?" I said, <laughs> "I said this was not. If you're listening to this like studio stuff, forget it. They recorded it in their living room, but but it still had good acoustics and so on. But he, he was the kind of guy that anything I ever did was wrong." You know, he, he, that's how he was going to advance himself. So, so um, guess who the guys were? Daryl Hall and John Oates. They wrote <laughs> me and Mr. Jones. Um. And sold it for
1: $500. They wrote me so, and Mr. Jones. She's laughing at me
4: right now. <laughs> so, 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 Chuck... Yeah, I didn't know until one of the songs they sang that day was well, me and explain. Mrs. Jones. That totally, Daryl sang like a bird, man. Daryl, it was um, so great. And that's such a unique song. And they sold that their song, song to bear, uh, gamble yeah. enough for 500 bucks. Well, I didn't learn that they, that they sold it because they were broke. So they got no royalties. Oh, I thought God. you said 200 bucks. But Five. whatever it was, they sold that song out. The next time I hear it, It's him on stage at that same day that he sang with his father. And that's when I said, this guy is something special, man. (laughs) You know, that's when I totally bought into Chuck Corby and his talent.
3: We're definitely going to play that song. And that
4: was was wanting to do a movie. The guy by the name of Billy Paul ended up doing that song. I don't know if you remember. Billy
1: Paul, I don't know that name. But the guy who discovered him was Damon Wilson. Who was on Sanford and Son, Remember him? Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> he discovered Billy Paul in this little club singing Me and Mrs. Jones. Mm-hmm. And he went on to incredible. Yeah. But but, but Daryl and, I met, them, and ben, I met them, or, them both oh, and, and, them. and um, they were both
3: great guys. There's a reason Heather... Yeah, I, yeah, she the reason a good,
0: why I was laughing. She
3: gets a good laugh at me every show. It comes oh, up I, every time. I just saw it I saw Hall of Notes last week. In Pittsburgh, they played, oh. yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. The well, pool, I saw A lot of people don't oh, know. that. Okay, here's another,
4: here's another uh, total. Uh, this is too much. I think Gold, what's, what's the agency? Gold, Jimmy, um, he, he's 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 Dennis, um, the comedian, Dennis. That's uh, Leary. Oh, no, gold, uh, gold Dennis. Um,
1: oh, um. De- Dennis, uh, <laughs> I do uh, Our friend's... Uh, Nephew Gold uh, This is nephew.
4: Yeah, 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 yeah uh, Weinstein is his name But it's not Weinstein It's called go, something go, go, go. I know talking Anyway, about these are the Asia. guys that discovered Jim Carrey And I believe they 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 represent All those guys Paul and, Oates. and whenever we did Salunitics Which is, you know, the original title of yes. that movie Oh, Jimmy Miller! It's Gold Miller. Jimmy Gold. Miller is Dennis Miller's brother. He's from Pittsburgh. He was helping me and Ray Lane raise money to do the majorettes, and then I never heard about. We didn't get the money right then. We got it later, and I never heard from Jimmy Miller after that. I didn't know what became of him. Here, he's the one that discovered Jim Carrey. They're fabulously wealthy. They're one of the top. No. Agencies in Hollywood now. He the people you've and that's El Bill Mo's Miller. So <laughs> I sent the salutics package to them oh. when we first made the movie, never heard a word back, which that happens often. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I have people that I started their whole career yeah. that won't, don't return my phone calls. Hmm. Once they make no it, you're like that, <laughs> that you <laughs> know, I guess we, all, we all have a little bit. <laughs> yeah, She's no stranger to that. that. Me, too. Yeah, well, it's <laughs>
3: because we're nice people. We just do it our way. Hell with them. <laughs> but okay. anyway, I'm going to see you at Horror Realm. Um, anything else you want to plug? Get on here, get people to look at before they see you next week? Or I don't know. What do you sell some stuff. What Maybe
4: you, you know, it wouldn't be bad to get a plug for Imperios if we could. Mike, is yours? Yeah. Because be because it. it's it's Tony Imperio. Well, he graduated from the same high school I graduated from, he came to this country when he was 12 years old that he had these fabulous restaurants I where Sinatra and all these other that. people used to go. Yeah. To Where's the it. restaurant at? It's in Monroeville. Oh, oh okay. okay. That's close he But he was in the Johnette building for years and, you know, right on Route 22 there. Mm-hmm, sure. And it, it's like a five-star restaurant. And if you ever want to come out, oh, well, I would love Chuck's to. there. Yeah, come know, on the on me. Food, on, uh, the food's please. great. It's a yeah. very warm and intimate place. All and, uh, right. Well, I have your email
3: address. I'd like to get yours before you leave, and, uh, okay. so we stay in but touch. You don't have email, do you and, uh, yeah? Walt, but well, well, yeah. Well, you
4: out. can always reach Chuck through through me, Scary Well, call my probation. Do you want
3: to <laughs> <laughs> do you you want are, uh, plug have your email address <laughs> on <just> here? <laughs> you don't want that out there.
4: You're, uh, no, I don't, you're just, because okay. I'll get all kinds. Enough, good enough. Of good enough. You
3: know. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should know better. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, listen, this, this was a lot of fun and
4: informative. My God. <laughs> I I hope, hope, well, I hope we did a good incredible. job. Incredible. Yeah, it. definitely.
3: Too much of it. Good stories. Yeah. yeah. We, like, you blew our questions out of the water. I mean, we, <laughs> we ran out of stuff. You just, okay. you, this was well,
4: very
1: important.
4: Well, and, um, the trouble is when you're around as long as I you better have some stories. <laughs> well, yeah. You're going to have too many stories. That's how we stories. did the movie.
1: <laughs> I knew you would. <laughs> We'd sit would. around <laughs> drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Drinking at the club and and not tell them stories. I want <laughs> That's to how we got some
3: of <laughs> This rip fest you're talking about or whatever cookout you have, I want to be there next time. Okay, keep me in mind, please. I'd love uh, to come. I out, will but, again. Well, our, we
4: ha- we did a thing last summer and I wanted to do it this year, but I've been traveling too much, and uh, I I've hardly gotten in the pool. I you know I do work out every day, but. I was going to say, I really also used shit. to swim 40 lengths, and now I've scarcely had time to, to do it, and the pool's there for nothing. But we had a thing where I had Chuck singing on the deck, and we had about 60 people, and, you know, I loved every minute of it because I always wanted to have Chuck Corby and Clyde Storm singing on my deck.
3: That would be great. So, do you do weddings? I want to do it again. <laughs> yeah. You do? See?
4: Before Love you, that. You yeah, I did all,
3: all of mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cry,
3: <laughs> Wish I knew about you about twenty years ago. Jeez. All right. Well, John Russo, Chuck Corby, thank you for your time. And, uh, Our pleasure. We, we want to have you back. We have something else you want to plug or send out or whatever. Well, that, that'd any be experience. great. We're well, going to see you at Horror Realm, and we may, uh, we're doing a live podcast from there. We okay. don't know if Miss Taddy's going to yeah, be there. Yeah, I might be there. If she's there, you know, we'll, we'll send her over with a microphone. So, do you do uh, any ones, uh, video? Uh, we we, we have here. Yeah, we actually yeah. did film an episode. You're not too wrong. You missed that one, but yeah. that's okay. We'll let that go. But yeah, we yeah we we are gonna there's gonna be some filming I think mm-hmm. yeah we're only moving up we'll just say mm-hmm. that but in closing um thank you very much and uh, we'll talk well, to you soon it's been our
1: pleasure thank right. you oh thank you and good night to you guys
3: take care and have a safe Coffee. ride. Awesome. All right.
0: It was definitely awesome um, To hear all of John's stories With making Night of the Living Dead And just yeah. his experience I mean he has a ton Of stories
3: Amazing story. I didn't want to interrupt I, I stopped asking questions And I had a few laughs And I was like Wow yeah. And Chuck Corby Was just a great guy I mean those guys have been there Done that And it shows yeah. And I mean Me and you Just looked at each other A few times Like mm, And just Kind of let it roll It's like <laughs> You know what, this is their show right now, not ours.
0: It's just crazy how big the whole zombie thing, I mean, it, especially, I don't know if it's like that everywhere, I but so. here it's just the zombie, it's everywhere you go, yeah. you see zombie stuff everywhere.
3: Well, I, I think it's worldwide now, but then we have the originator right here with us. Yeah, I mean, crazy. of course there's Tom Savini and George Romero, of course, you know, those guys two were part of it. But as far as I'm concerned, this guy, um, he revolutionized that particular monster and revolutionized horror, I think. Yeah,
0: definitely. You think so? Yeah.
3: Yeah? Got anything else you want to add before we say goodnight?
0: I'm probably going to go home and watch Night of the Living Dead again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Actually, you do have homework. I gave you Return of the Living Dead, which oh, is... Oh, yeah, I've uh, not
0: seen that yet. Yeah,
3: you haven't seen that one, which is, um, well, you just got to watch it. I'm not going to say anything about I'll it. I'll check it out. It has all everything to do about brains. But oh, this was fun. Uh, I think we're both a little starstruck little yeah that's funny that's not what you said before she just shrugged her shoulders then, whatever okay that's fine go ahead have your laugh you say good night good night night folks
4: I
2: have some new jello. Okay.
4: Okay. Well, that settles that
3: you